What is going on? Jason Parks here for episode 53 of the Media Captain Podcast. We have changed up the formatting. Like I mentioned in the last podcast episode, we are just uh, we sent out a weekly newsletter that covers digital marketing and e-commerce uh, and the happenings of what we see from running a digital marketing agency in the Media Captain and an e-commerce company in Durham Warehouse. And each week we see so many things. So we sent out an email blast that documents all of that. And now we're just turning this into podcast format where we go bullet point through bullet point of the the key happenings in the digital landscape. Um, Stephanie is on vacation. She is with my family. I, I was left behind, but she's with my parents. Her, her and her husband and my parents went out to Utah for some hiking. I should know a little bit more details about it, but I'm sure she'll expand on it next episode. Uh, as of this recording, it is September 18th of 2021. That's just important to know based off of the topics we'll be covering. And also, what a great time of the year. I mean, Football season just kicked off. The weather's cooling down. Um, I'm based in Columbus, Ohio, so fall is just the absolute best with Ohio State. Um, But obviously they lost to Oregon last week, so that wasn't great. But I love football. I love, you know, some of the key uh, other sports that are going to be starting up um, in the fall, like uh, basketball and hockey. So I'm fired up about that. And this segues perfectly into the first bullet point. Amazon is likely the front runner for NFL Sunday ticket. Um, This was according to CNBC. The NFL may ask for up to $2.5 billion per year for the package. Again, $2.5 billion per year. Uh, The reason why this interests me so much is just based off of the technology companies that are winning the rights to these major sports leagues. Um, When you think of the traditional four TV channels, when you think of uh, the, the powerhouse players in ABC and NBC and CBS and Fox, there's going to be no way that they are going to be able to compete with the technology behemoths like an Amazon, Facebook, Google, Apple, Twitter, Netflix. Um, so there, there have already been deals that have been struck. I mean, Twitter for Thursday Night Football, like they've been streaming those games for a while. Uh, so it's not like this is new where it's the first tech company to um, broadcast sports uh, games. But NFL Sunday Ticket, man, this is like... You know, that, that that is when it comes to sports TV, it doesn't get any bigger than that. And the fact that Amazon is a front runner says something about the future trends of how these tech companies are going to just um, probably gobble up all of the rights. So I wouldn't be surprised when the NBA TV rights come up next, for example, like for Google uh, to get the rights for that. Because think of it, Google owns YouTube and then YouTube TV and they could simulcast all of the highlights and things along those lines. So it's just an interesting trend to follow and definitely one that I'm interested being in sports and technology. Okay, moving on. um, Duplicate content. Do you have duplicate content on your site? Uh, If you have similar content on multiple pages or content that's eerily similar from elsewhere on the web, this can negatively impact your rankings on Google. Uh, So again, if you have two pages of content on your website that have similar uh, content, this can actually hurt from a ranking perspective. And I saw it firsthand on the Media Captain site. We wrote back in like 2012, I wrote an article on like YouTube SEO optimization. In 2020, I wrote another article on it because I forgot I had written another one. Well, when I looked at my rankings in SEMrush, rather than ranking well for that topic, both articles were just ranking mediocrely. I don't even know if mediocrely is a word. Both articles were ranking in a mediocre position. 
So what do you do in that instance? Well, you want to create what would be like a powerhouse page. So if the more recent YouTube article that I, YouTube SEO article that I wrote was more relevant and more timely, that should be my main article. And I could then redirect the old article into the new one. Um, if there was great content from the original article, you could add that and expand on, on, the, on the newer one. But you just want to be strategic in terms of um, how you go about doing that. And you just want to make sure that you don't have duplicate content on your website. So I want to name off a couple of sites here. It's like, okay, well, Jason, my site has 500 pages on it. How the hell do I check whether or not there's duplicate content? Um, so I'm going to go through and give you some tools to use. There is SiteLiner, uh, SiteLiner.com, DupliChecker.com, PlagiarismChecker.com, uh, Copyscape.com. So all of these are going to help you detect if there's duplicate content on the web. The other thing that can happen is people can rip content off of your site and post it onto theirs. So you just want to be aware of that. Um, so I wrote a blog on the complete guide to duplicate content uh, that is on the media captain blog if you want to check it out and expand on that moving on facebook recently announced facebook glasses in conjunction with ray-ban uh, the glasses can take photos record video answer phone calls and play podcasts uh, google failed in the past with smart glasses so it'll be interesting to see if facebook can succeed uh, it was kind of funny because facebook like to announce this they um, had a picture of Mark Zuckerberg wearing the glasses and there was a great tweet which I included in my in, in the email newsletter of Mark rocking these glasses and if you know Mark's not the the coolest looking guy so the tweet was alluding to they should have had anybody else outside of Mark Zuckerberg promoting the launch of, of Facebook glasses uh, for me personally like I don't see this necessarily being a big trend right away but again when the Apple watch came out I was did not think that it was going to succeed in the way that it did. So I'm keeping a close eye on that. Um, I think the coolest thing that, uh, about the glasses is just the, the photos and the video. Like from that perspective, even I'm thinking from like an athlete, if they were to wear these glasses and it was going to give you the, the vision of the field or the rink or something like that from how the player is seeing it, I think that would be really cool. Um, and also just with the uptick and people taking selfies and videos I mean the the video and photo aspect could be big so um, and I mean there's no cooler brand than than Ray-Ban so it's definitely a good uh, synergy be between the two of them so we'll see how that transpires all right um, I like as a marketer I love a good cringeworthy good old-fashioned local TV advertisement um, my wife and I and her dad, so my father-in-law, we went to Kansas City this past weekend. Um, they are big Cleveland Browns fans. And so for my wife's birthday, I surprised her and I got her tickets to the Browns Chiefs game. And I also uh, brought her dad out there. So um, that was fun. And definitely thank you to Southwest for, for the points, which is a perk that, you know, a lot of business owners have when, when they accumulate those points. But I came off, I came across a just a gem of a commercial for a local personal personal injury lawyer. Uh, the name was Tarzan the Lawman, and you have to subscribe to the email newsletter to actually see the commercial, or just go to YouTube and type in Tarzan the Lawman. But it was the attorneys of the firm were literally in a jungle. They had a boa constrictor around their neck and all of these animals, and they were, I mean. It, 
it, it was so outrageous, but obviously it was working. Um, when I was driving around the city, I saw billboards of Tarzan the Lawman, and it, it just very memorable. Um, so I just uh, thought it was funny. I have not seen that. Uh, and again, going back to the point, I love like. I just love local TV ads. Some of them are just so cringeworthy and a part of me just in, enjoys that. And that was definitely the case with Tarzan the Lawman, but they work. Um, so yeah, found that, uh, just wanted to share that. Also, I checked out their website and they definitely need help on their website. So maybe I'll be reaching out to them. But yeah, YouTube Tarzan the Lawman, you'll get, you'll get a kick out of it, um, possibly. All right, so the other week I talked about how uh, BNPL, Buy Now, Pay Later, is exploding. Um, of course, Buy Now, Pay Later is when you are checking out on an e-commerce site and rather than paying up front, uh, you can stagger out your payments. So we use this for Durham Warehouse. We implemented it in 2019. We probably get around 12 to 15% of our orders where people use um, Afterpay. Uh, so it's, you know, we've been using it. It's great. Um, it gives people just payment options so they don't have to pay up front. And for skincare products, sometimes these purchases are north of $200. So it just spreads things out. Um, so Square announced that it had acquired Afterpay. Uh, shortly after that, it was announced that Amazon and Affirm entered into a partnership. Well, the stock is up. Affirm's stock went up 25, like so the, the announcement came out and Affirm's stock exploded. Well, then Affirm announced um, that they saw 71% revenue growth and provided strong guidance and their stock shot up another 25%. So um, yeah, I'm following, I've mentioned before, I love just following all of the businesses and technology and following their stocks and Affirm's stock has just absolutely blown up. Um, so another thing is that uh, Toast, they are, uh, they've announced their, their IPO. Toast is the point of sale software for um, restaurants. And that is going to be interesting to see what happens when, when they go public. I think the, the shares they mentioned, it was gonna be around like 33 to $35 per share. Um, we have several restaurant clients and I just you know know a lot of local business owners. I just spoke with a local business owner in Columbus uh, that, that owns a bunch of uh, several different restaurant concepts. And he said, I'm a huge advocate for Monday.com. I've talked about it before um, of how much our team loves it and uses it from a project management uh, perspective. And he's the same way for Toast. He's just been absolutely raving about uh, how easy it is from a point of sale system, the reports that it gives you, how it helps handle inventory. So. I'm not, when it comes to earnings per share and those sort of things with, with stocks, like that's not my skill set. But I just, you know, when other business owners love a company, normally it means it's a pretty solid company. So I am going to be keeping an eye on Toast when they make their IPO. Uh, moving on, so e-commerce accounted for 65% of William Sonoma's total revenue. Um, prior to the pandemic, e-commerce accounted for less than 30% of sales in the furniture category. So Williams-Sonoma stock has more than tripled since the pandemic lows. Uh, this is just interesting because it shows you how um, it doesn't, you know, when you think of e-commerce, you're thinking of products that just ship to your door. Williams-Sonoma, a lot of their things can take half a year to, to arrive at your location but yet people are just ordering 
on the store. They, the fact that there are reviews and you can get a 360 panoramic view of like the different furniture and you can see how it looks in the di in, in, in different settings. Um, E-commerce is just becoming so powerful and it's not just for, you know, uh, products that you think would be e-commerce. Even something like furniture is really reaping the, the benefits of that. All right. Um, so here's a, a little tip for you. Uh, if you want to drive more traffic to your site, this is very easy. People are always confused about starting a blog strategy. So um, I'm going to give you a tip. Jot down the 10 most popular questions you get asked by your customers. So again, write down the 10 most popular questions you get asked from, from your customers. For each of those 10 questions, write a 750 to 1000 word blog post answering those questions and post each of those onto your website. Uh, this is going to, you are going to be able to use this as sales collateral when your customers call in with questions. Um, and also, it's likely going to get found on Google when people type in those exact questions that your customers are, are asking. So when, um, you know, if you have an admin assistant or secretary or you answer the calls yourself, write down the questions people are asking because boom, right there, those are great blog topics. So uh, again, I'm, I'm big on not overcomplicating things and that right there is uh, a great way to create a stellar um, blog post. All right, uh, when we, for the media captain, when we build a new website or optimize a site for SEO, the first thing we look at is the URL structure. Um, think of a URL structure similar to a house. It is the foundation of your website. It is how people are going to navigate from one page to the other page, and it really lays the foundation for the entire user experience. So just like a house, if you have a shitty foundation, you're gonna have a lot of issues. There's gonna be a lot of bills that come in the future because you're trying to fix all of these problems. Same thing for a website, you need a strong URL structure. So we have someone on our team that goes, you know, anytime we get an SEO client or anytime we're building a new website, that's where we start. We analyze the existing structure, or we create a new structure. Um, so uh, just something that you definitely want to audit on your own site. How is your URL structure? Um, are your services clearly laid out, your products, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, I wrote a very detailed blog on um, creating the best URL structure. So I recommend if you go to the Media Captain's blog, it's one of the more recent ones as of this recording. Um, but it is amazing. Sometimes when you clean up a URL structure, it can have instant SEO ramifications. So just something that you'll want to uh, be focusing on. Um, all right, well, those are some of the uh, main points. Um, one other thing that was interesting that I wanted to hit on when I was in Kansas City is that, uh, in first off, my wife and her dad are Browns fans. I just want to set the story straight. I am a New York Giants fan, unfortunately. They've been a train wreck of an organization for the past nine years uh, since they pretty much won their Super Bowl back in 2011. I've adopted the Browns as my second team just because my wife and her dad. So um, I had a good time out there, but I'm, you know, and, and it was a tough loss. But one, so yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know that the Browns are not really, they're not my number one team. They're definitely number two because I will be a Giants fan 
true and true, uh, you know, uh, through thick and thin. Um, and again, my, my family grew up in New York, so people are like, why are you a Giants fan? And that's, I grew up in Columbus, but my family grew up in New York. All right, getting back on track. So one thing I, I that I just thought about when I was in Kansas City is that when we got to the airport and when we got to the hotel, like there were just a ton of Browns fans in town. There were a ton of people that were wearing Browns gear uh, that came out there supporting their team um, and really just wanted like a great experience out of the weekend. They were visiting a new city. They were trying the restaurants. They were obviously going to the, to the game. But I started to think about um, your business and how you want your business and your brand to have followers just like a sports team. Um, and so for the media captain, for example, our fans are our clients. Those are the ones that we're doing work for each and every day. Those are the people that we're trying to make happy. For Durham Warehouse, our fans are obviously our customers and we have over 250,000 customers. So we're always trying to do things to make them happy. And just like in sports, there are going to be times where you have a shitty performance or a bad game and fans will be upset, but ultimately like they have your back and they support you. And when you're thinking of your business, I think you need to ask yourself the question, do you have a good fan base? And if the answer is no, it's something that you should um, work on. But yeah, I, I don't know. When I was in Kansas City, I just started to think of how cool it was that all of these Browns fans traveled out there. And I know this happens for all teams, but they are supporting their team. Um, and you should have fans that support your business. And ultimately, that's how you'll grow. Um, all right, that is going to do it for this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed. I know Stephanie is going, She she's now listening to the podcast and she's jealous that she's missed out. So she's going to be back very soon. And I think the dynamic is going to get even better when she rejoins. Um, if you liked what you listened to, please do me a favor and leave a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple or whether it's um, Spotify. I would greatly appreciate that. And also, if you know anybody else that is into uh, marketing, if they're into entrepreneurship, share this podcast with them. Um, you know, we I'm, I'm not going to lie, we don't get a million viewers and we don't even get thousands of viewers. So um, anybody that listens to this, that's a new person that I'm introducing to the media captain in Durham Warehouse and that's super important to me. So I would greatly appreciate that. And also if you like what you're hearing, I definitely recommend subscribing to our email newsletter. Just go to themediacaptain.com and in the bottom footer, you'll be able to find where you'll be able to subscribe to that. But um, you know, it just a lot of things that I talked about. There's links that expand on on all of these topics that will be very uh, that I think you'll like. So um, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. And have a uh, great one, everyone.